welcome back everybody to the gridiron gang podcast week 12 pick and preview show here with my boy Kier in the studio we're cooking up these labs we're cooking up the numbers what do we got in, in store for us today Kier? We, well obviously we already had the thanksgiving game so we just have a bit of a smaller slate still quite a few games i think one two three four so they 12 games on sunday or 11 sunday on one monday um, some couple gross games and a couple obviously sick games for the division. Um, just standings and teams that are making pushes to make playoffs right now. There's so much parity in the league this year. We see like teams like Kansas City and all that stuff who are already just struggling um, with certain matchups and stuff like that. So there's a lot of teams that can make a run here going late into the season. It's pretty exciting to watch, right? Because obviously the more meaningful the games the way more that's on the line. Yeah, and you just touched on it right now. There's like four games that are prevalent this week for sure that stand out for playoff implications in a big fucking way. Um, we're going to get into those, but we'll get yeah. into a gross one first of all. Yeah, yeah this one is gross. <laughs> Any game with the Panthers is gross pretty much at this point. Panthers at the Titans. Panthers are plus three and a half. Titans minus three and a half. Over under of 36 and a half. I mean... I'm, I lean Titans here because, I mean, I'm not going to pick the Panthers to beat anyone, if we're being honest. But for the most part, I'm, I'm just going to stick to what works. Adam Thielen over six and a half catches and just bread and butter. And just, it's not a game I'll be watching unless it pops on red zone at any point. So, just keep it simple. I do think maybe that there's a chance that the Titans every now and then, they've had some success. So, maybe deep touchdown to DeAndre Hopkins or something like that. Seems to have happened a few times already for Levis, but... I don't, I don't trust either of these teams at all. No, it's hard to at this point. It really is. Um, I like what you said, Adam Thielen. I kind of wanted to go back onto the docket of what you said a few weeks ago that worked well for us for a stretch there. Derrick Henry over one and a half catches. I'm not sure. Like like you said, like yeah. it's just one of those things where like it's going to be a gross game and Will Levis probably at times will be scrambling because Carolina's defense is at least pretty Decent. respectable. Yeah. So maybe hit Derrick Henry on a couple of those checkdowns at some point, hopefully. Yeah. Well, and then we talked with the over-under 36 and a half. We kind of still lean towards the under. It's been weird because there's been some low lines this year so far, but a lot of them have still hit under, which is pretty awesome. So I don't really expect the Panthers' offense to be have any juice. And I guess we did see the Titans will love his first week with the four touchdowns. But other than that, they're not usually an offense that's certainly known for scoring a lot of points. So I do lean still towards the under 36 because... This is just gross. I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah, it's just like it's not a lot of points. Both teams but are hopeless for the season, right? Like they're not. It's <laughs> they got nothing to play for. Anywhere, I mean, Will Levis yeah. has something to play for him. I guess Absolutely. Bryce Young, but like at certain points, like I, I think a lot of players, especially on the defense, want to show up and say like we want to still be here next year, right? Oh so yeah, and I, a lot I of guys are under. putting. You need to get good tape out there if you're not going to end up getting re-signed, or even if you are, just to keep your job and stuff like that, right? So guys will still be going hard, but. It's not really something I see any value in on betting lines to to really pick a spot there. But if I did have to pick something, I I would lean towards the Titans minus three and a half over the Panthers. Yeah, I would too. This next one, there's a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, this one's going to be awesome. It's a rematch of earlier in the season, obviously, already. Jags at the Texans. The Jaguars are minus one and a half on the road. Eli, and as we know, the, the Texans came in earlier this season Rolled against up. them and absolutely just smashed them. The Jags, that's happened to a couple times. Obviously, the San Francisco game was really bad for them as well, and they didn't start the hottest on the season. Uh, Texans, obviously, plus one and a half at home, over under a 47 and a half. 
I think both these teams can have some success on offense. I don't see the Jays getting shut down the way they did last game. And with Stroud at quarterback, you always have a chance to put up points. Um, this is one, yeah, I'm super, super excited to watch. A few things that I really like. Um, keep an eye on Damian Pierce on whether he's going to be playing. I know he has started practicing again this week. If not, the Devin Singletary over 12.5 carries and over 47.5 yards. He's had over 110 in the last two weeks and at least 17 carries. So, obviously, if Damian Pierce comes back, you got to assume those would go down a little bit. But if not, um, and even then, I think right now you're working Damian Pierce back in. They're wanting to be a playoff team. So, I think that Singletary can still have a role. I'd probably lean towards the over 47.5 yards over the carries if that's the case, if Damian Pierce is coming back, just because... Obviously, and you know with any running back, you can get a lot of those yards on a couple runs instead of a lot of the carries. Um, I got a couple of things. Like, anything pop up to you in this game? I just like all the receivers. Like I, I mean, like yeah. you can't take them all, but like pick your poison. I think they're mm-hmm. all in play in a game like this. I think this is a game where two quarterbacks are going to be slinging it for sure, like yeah. probably trying to one-up each other at certain points throughout the game. The Jags have a really good... Um, secondary at times this year Mm -hmm. but we've also seen them get torched like a few times like you just touched on like especially against San Fran when they're on the field too much because their offense can't get anything tight tight ends we saw we saw Kittle explode against them right Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of looking at our our guy um yeah Schultz because he's he's done it a few times for us this year right has been great I I like him again this week and Noah Brown's still out too and we Uh saw him have a couple huge games before he went out so CJ Stroud he already is back in big time and he he played great again last week too and you heard CJ Stroud he made his mistakes and he says guess what Steph Curry don't stop shooting so he's gonna keep throwing these deep passes he's yep. gonna keep hitting these 20-30 yard gainers and yeah yeah we just need a couple of them I like for what them you're saying over. there I have Ridley over 59 and a half he either goes way under Eli or he goes <laughs> yeah. way over he's yeah, never no even close to that line so <laughs> if you're thinking it's a game it's gonna be a lot of passes I, I I don't hate that he's another guy of course where that could be two plays where he gets those easily uh, I like Trevor Lawrence over 17 and a half rushing yards He's having yeah. to use his feet more when they're having success. Two rushing touchdowns last week. Um, only 17 yards, but he's he's obviously having success using his legs more, so I think that is going to be a more implemented part of the game plan, uh, especially in a game like this where every inch, every yard is going to matter. And then last but not least, I have C.J. Stroud and Trevor Lawrence each over one and a half passing touchdowns. I just think that both of these teams revolve around their quarterback. Both these quarterbacks can have success. So why not take a shot at it? I got the same thing on yep. mine. Yeah, I love that, dude. 100%, man. I don't even mind if you really wanted to. You could do a Trevor Lawrence rushing touchdown. I think he's near the goal line. He's willing to pull the trigger with his size. and Yeah, he's and looking healthier, to get... too, because we knew he was banged up for a while yep. there, and it was really affecting his really play, good. right? And now he's looking a lot better the last and two if, weeks. I mean, at, on the same principle that we're thinking for everything else, if you like it, too, over 47 and a half, yeah. if you think these teams are going to score... I don't think that's a crazy, crazy number to uh, to hit. But obviously, like, be careful with that because, like we saw when they played earlier this season, it wasn't even close. It was very lopsided, yeah. so it's hard to cover totals. I was when just going to add on to that. Like, if you like one of these teams more than the other, like one of the ones Kier's had so much success with this year, which I've been tagging along with, is a single team to go over a certain amount or to have two yeah. and a half touchdowns, whatever it might be. So if you're looking at this and saying, I think Houston's just going to roll them again, then feel free to just take that one yeah, side. Yeah, or a number, too, right? like, maybe you don't think it's going to be over, but, like, if you're making a parlay, you could do like each team to score over 15 points or whatever like that, thinking Get that both teams like are going to have yeah. success. Yeah, those are all different, re- really good options, especially if you want to pair it with a player prop that you like more than the others. 
or other games that you think this is similar things are going to happen. Excuse me. Moving on to the next one, another gross one. This one means absolutely <laughs> nothing to nobody. No. Uh, the Patriots oh, are at God. the Giants. Patriots are minus four on the road. The Giants plus four. It doesn't really make sense to me. I know the Giants are bad, but their defense has shown the ability to stop people. And obviously they just won and were able to put up points last week against a Washington team who is really just better than this Patriot team. So it doesn't really make sense to me why the Giants are plus four. Is Are they plus four or yeah, are they minus four? Yeah, Did they, I miss that no, up? No, no, no. You're definitely right. They're plus four. And we don't even know who New England's quarterback is going to be for this game. Bill Belichick has yet to confirm that Mac Jones will remain the starter in this game yeah, so as I well. I actually so. love the Giants plus four on that. It makes yeah. no sense to me. Um, and then I like Saquon Barkley to score a touchdown and over 72 and a half yards. He's only been below that number once this season. Uh, he's playing aggressive. He's playing hot. He had a fantastic week last week. He's the heart and soul of that offense and that whole team. And I look for, I mean, he's one of those players. He's just really good. So I look for him to have a massive role, especially for them to lean on him with Tommy DeVito, our quarterback, just to give him open things up a little play action, give him a little more time and make him feel a little more comfortable. Um, so I, yeah, I, honestly, I, the Giants plus four makes so much sense to me that I might actually end up betting Patriots minus four. <laughs> yeah, it's well, how, did, how it's are got they one of those feels, anyone, right? Right? Yeah, no, it's true. It's how true. are they favored over anyone? It's true. It could be that classic trap scenario, but uh, I, I'm with you. I like the Giants a lot more. I just think their defense is so much better at this point. We're seeing uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. He's been on fire of recent weeks, and like with quarterback uncertainty on the other side, yeah, I'm going to go with the Giants in this one too. I wish the under was like, I mean, sorry, I wish the total was like a little bit higher, like around the 40 mark. Yeah. So like a fire under. Like, we're talking a 33 or 34 over. Like, that's kind of crazy. 34 so is just hard not to much get room there, for you know? error, Yeah, right? it's hard like, to get there, man. 21-14 and you lose that bet. Yeah. Like, it's really tough. And also, these be, teams like, are both bad enough. Yeah, end. these teams yeah. are almost both bad enough that you could see it uh, going over that because they could both have success somehow. But, I mean, that's something to keep an eye on. I agree with you. It's a little too low for me to pull the trigger on as of right now, especially with some other stuff that I just really like on the board. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. We'll move right on to another super important game, Eli, for your guys. One, New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. The Saints are minus 1.5 on the road. Uh, Falcons plus 1.5 at home, over under a 41.5. This is one where so much. This means so much. Are both teams coming off a bye week as well? That's correct. Yeah, both wow, off. Wow, so bye, both dude. well rested. Desmond Ritter will be starting again as He'll well. So another quarterback home. change. Think about that. Yeah. How his home record. How how many? I know he did end up losing, but he's had a lot, a lot of success at home through college and through um, his short NFL career. Um, this one's tough for me, and as I always do with you and Jesse, I'm I'm, I'm never going to bet against the Saints here, so I'm going to go ahead and stay away. From the point spread, plus or minus one and a half, doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to touch either of them, I don't think. I do lean toward the Saints, but these two teams playing almost seems weird enough to me in my mind that it could be a one-point game. Like some, You it know really what I mean? Be. It's like the one it and really a half. Like, I probably do lean towards your Saints just uh, just as a support. 
and I know you guys need this win, and obviously I Mike want Thomas you guys to have this Mike Thomas just hit the IR, win. too, so that's a, that's a yeah. big knock. And um, Marshawn Lattimore, he's, he just hit the IR today, wow. so we, that's a couple huge losses for us, man. And Lattimore's a massive loss I mean, he's been a dog this a year. He's, too, he's looking yeah. like prime Lattimore Who's again play, this year. Is Derek Carr playing? Derek Carr it? will be playing, yeah. Derek Carr will be playing, and I don't know if that's a good thing or not, to be completely honest for us, dude. Well, I'll tell you what, that makes it simple for me. I'm not touching anything to do with either of the quarterbacks. I'm not going to touch the spread. I don't know about the over-under. I almost lean towards the over here. Give me Alvin Kamara over four and a half catches. We've been playing it a yeah. ton. He's been, especially with Michael Thomas out, he's been a legitimate receiving threat all season, putting up numbers that would be decent for starting we've wide seen receivers. Him, we've seen him line up in the slot like multiple 100%. times too. Like check not downs only too check with Derek the Carr back, coming yeah. back healthy, uh, trying to get his feet back under him. Sorry, we just keep peeking over at the TV here. Washington, Washington State. Big game, man. 21, Big game 21 right with five minutes it's left. It's a wild we just ending Auburn for uh, yeah, Alabama. That was crazy. So it's been a great day, college football here. Um, yeah, so I like Kamara over four and a half catches. He's been super great. Like, And yeah, Michael Thomas going out. I like that even more. And then the other one is Bijan Robinson over 57 and a half rushing yards. He got the most touches he's had all season last week. Seems like they're finally giving in and using him. I don't know if maybe this was part of their plan secretly to try to preserve him a little bit and not to put too much pressure on him with too many carries early in the season. I, it doesn't really seem like that's a good strategy as because they were losing games, right? But if that is like last week, or sorry, their last game, they used him a lot more, and he had a really, really good game. He showed why he was such a high draft pick. And they're coming off a rest. I wouldn't be surprised if Arthur Smith and these guys reset what they're doing, simplify things a little bit, and hammer the ball and get the ball to him. Because, I mean, 57.5 for a guy like that is not it's a nothing. lot of yards to get. It's and nothing. your defense is good, but I hate to say it, we're getting gashed, especially in the run time. game in the last four weeks, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a really good bet. Like, when I take away all my emotions towards my team, it's just a really logical bet. And even make, realistically, sure. I mean, he could get 60 yards in the game, and you'd be like, that's a good defensive game Absolutely. against a guy like B. John Robinson. That. So both things can happen. You can leave happy, and and that's just you're pairing something for each running back in that game, expecting both those teams to run their game plan through their running backs. And yeah, I mean, I know you like. Do you like either side? Do you, are you confident in this game? Do you like the same? Do you like it over? Do you like any of that? Or I liked just... it way more when I knew like there was a possibility of Lattimore playing. Like he's been right. liter like he's the heart and soul. Of yeah, our secondary, man. For, yeah. Like, I mean, like, we got Cam Jordan on the front, and he's always going to be a leader there, right? No matter how old he's getting, he's just a guy that people can look to for energy, right? type of locker room guy. Absolutely, yeah. man. And Lattimore's the same way, and he's playing at an extremely high level this year. I don't even want to look at this money line. I'm praying for a win because, like, ultimately, this could be the deciding factor of who walks away with our, comp uh, with our division. Yeah. And I don't see anyone from our division sliding into that last wild card spot so if you're going to make the playoffs you're going to do it through winning our division in the south so this is huge man this is just the biggest game of the year by far for us praying for a win but i'm not going there not not putting my uh, have and listen you guys have the guys you there. still have uh what's it, raheem shaheed i think his name right yeah. uh you still have chris olave right you still have alvin Kamara. Taysom hill you still that's his army Taysom knife yeah. you still have Derek carr who is a veteran you guys got guys um, against a completely different Atlanta team, right? You're a team that is filled with a lot of some some veterans with obviously some young presence where that other team feels like it is a very young team, um, at least in their leadership roles and stuff like that. So it should be a good one. 
Yeah, we'll have to. You have to put your hat, hard hat on, and go to work for this one. Dead it's going to be man. a big win, a and obviously, like you said, it's a make or break for the season, even confidence wise and stuff like that. So, let's go, Saints. Need let's it, get man. this who one. Who that nation? One week let's at go. a time, and let's see if you guys can get that division right. Let's that would be awesome, go, especially on a year where you're considering like, it's almost a down year for you guys. You're not. You're below expectations. Absolutely, but. You still have a chance to win the division. Exactly. And exactly. that means you get a home game, a home playoff game. And you never know in the Dome, man. Like, I'll tell you right now, those fans show up in a big way all the time for us, right? Yeah, so. Absolutely. Next game here, right? Steelers at Bengals. That's the one, yeah. Steelers minus one and a half on the road, over under 36 and a half. Bengals plus one and a half at home. Joe Burrow obviously out for the season. T. Higgins still missing as well, dealing with rib injuries. I love the under here, Eli. Oh my god! I I, I do god. lean towards the Steelers, but I, it's I'm worrisome. Obviously, their offense probably can't get much worse without Matt Canada, but new offensive coordinator. I almost do want to bet the Steelers in that sense, thinking they might get a little juice, a little creativity, a little life, and just camaraderie on their offense, being like, "Hey, we got rid of the guy who we kept saying was the problem. Now it's on us. It's us to step up." I'm not saying that their offense is going to be magically fixed, but I think any offense can put it together for a week, especially with their running game lately. We've been making fun of Najee Harris for yeah, he's, all he's season. But you know what? He's starting to hold his own weight. And this other guy, Jalen Warren, over 48.5 rushing yards, he's starting to really prove as their number one playmaker on that team. He runs hard. A lot of comparisons to like an Austin Eckler, which is an awesome person to be compared to. He's had a lot of success in this league. It's 48 and a half rushing yards, Eli. His last three games were 88 yards, 101 yards, and 129 yards. This guy's only getting better. He's only getting more touches in this offense, and they are believing in him and starting to run the ball behind him. So I think that is a great play. Uh, that might be my play of the week. And I know we've touched on him with receptions a few times this year as well. So that's something if you want to look to, if you think they're going to be dishing it off like that down with some little checkdowns and stuff like that. He seems to just get involved so much lately for their offense, and I think Mike Tomlin will be more than willing to follow one of his running backs, pound the rock, and get their offense going that way, especially when Kenny Pickett has his struggles oh. and they haven't had really much success offense in their past game. And I'll tell you, man, like I love this for a number of reasons. I love the Jalen Warren call for so many reasons. Uh, what you just touched on, he's getting more touches, getting more involved. Uh, Bengals? You don't really think about this off the top of your head because they have a lot of good playmakers on their defense. They are getting fucking smoked this year. Mm -hmm. They rate 30th in total yards allowed at 402 yards allowed per game. 138.3 on the rushing game this year, which is also 30th. They are getting gashed. And Jalen Warren is easily going over that, and now he's getting more carries to go with it. So I think that's, like for me... And you told me before we came on, and I just took a note of it because that's going to be one of my plays that I'll be like yeah. making multiple parlays but with, add with that different to the locker things. room spark that you hope they get by changing Absolutely. their offensive play caller and stuff like that. So I do still lean under 36 and a half. I'm not sure. I didn't even really look at the lines for Jamar Chase. I actually don't think him receptions would be the worst play because I think their offense will just design plays to get him quick passes, get the ball in his hands, and see if he can make a play because. Otherwise, it might be quite hard for them. Um, and I didn't really look. Something I may look into is is um, total rushing attempts for Joe Mixon. Just because maybe they'll try to lean on the run as well. Um, but yeah, I don't really like. The Bengals are, are pretty much going to be mostly a stay away from me for the rest of the season. Yeah, because me too. It's just such a big loss, right? You're losing one of the best playmakers in the backfield with Joe Burrow just as a quarterback. 
the way he can dish the ball and, and manage a game is insane. So that's tough for them. It's it, It's got to be brutal to be a Bengals fan right now, right? You had Super Bowl aspirations. Time, you were just man. starting to round into shape. They were looking great. And then this happens, so that's really tough. Um, we'll move on here. Bucks, Buccaneers at the Colts. This Let's is go another Colts, one. Colts. Bucks again. This is a winnable game. This, this is, should is be a, a close game, game but it's this a is a game, game where they need to go in and take care because they know either you guys, the Saints, or the Falcons are going to lose. So you need to get ahead of one of them if you can. Uh, the Buccaneers are plus two and a half on the road. Colts are minus two and a half. Over under of forty four and a half. This seems like a game. I think that could go over Eli, just because I the Bucks have a pretty good run defense, but the Colts can pass the ball. Uh, which leads me to my first prop, Michael Pittman over six and a half catches, plus 100 right now. He does this constantly for us. We've been riding it all season, Loving and it. it's been great. Um, that's something I will be all over again. I know Rashad White was on the injury report today, and he's a little too. banged up. We'll see how serious that is. Um, if he is playing in healthy, I do like him on his receiving yards again. He's been doing that for us all season as well, uh, with Baker Mayfield hitting him on the checkdowns and stuff like that. Oh, able to find room. I think I like the Colts minus two and a half over the Bucks plus two and a half because I just think that they're they're well off a of rest. They do will have a good run game, and I think Gardner Minshew's able to have a pretty good day. Maybe I'll look at Josh Downs if he's back and healthy and stuff like that because for a while there he was doing a ton for us. And against the Bucks, good run defense. I think the Colts will be forced to throw the ball a bit, and I think they'll be able to. Um this also screams a game to me that maybe goes under as well now that I think about it because they're <laughs> somewhat evenly matched in a sense. You no, know I, I mean? know exactly like, what you're saying. It's a weird total too, right? It's like right at that I uncomfortable level. I don't know level. if it's going to be at that level. It's either going to be like in the 30s or it's going to be in the 50s in a sense. Like, uh, honestly, and like you just touched on, this is such a huge game for both teams. Like the Colts, like they might feel like they're far away with Jacksonville and Houston, but with those two teams squaring off against each other, that's a door open there. And like you just said, like, New Orleans, Atlanta, that's a huge opening for both teams, yep. and it could be one of those feisty, like, more tension involved type of games where, like, they're not executing to the highest level because of that tension and what's at stake at this point of the season. Yeah, so I agree. the under definitely could be a possibility, but I do like all these props on the side, too, and, like, another one that we've been... Well, I personally always kind of go to this because he literally hovers around this total every week is Mike Evans, four and a half receptions. Like, he's he's either literally getting five or four, like, every fucking week, or yeah. sometimes he'll have those explosive six That's to eight. That's a good eight. point. You yeah, know he, what I mean? He's so, Mr. Consistent. He's, he's basically so great fucking so there every single week for me. So I'm just going to keep going back to that as well in this game because it's just one of those ones where it sticks out to me, like, Minshew's going to keep looking for that guy Pittman. Baker's going to keep, if especially if Rashad um, White's out as well. Like Take note of that because then definitely. Evans becomes a security yeah. blanket too, right? So Yeah, absolutely. If he if he's out, that definitely opens up some stuff that they'll have to take some shots down to be able to keep moving, moving the ball. So that could definitely be a very smart play. I like that a lot, Eli. Next, we'll go to another massive, huge, massive man. game, man. Fucking the Browns, huge. who are on an absolute tear recently. Well, arguably the best defense in the league going in. To the other team, who is as hot as anyone, the Broncos. This team is well coached. Russell Wilson is not putting up, like you said, he's not having to put up MVP Superman type numbers, but he's putting together game winning drives. He's starting to look a lot again, like the Russ did in Seattle, man. who I know all too well. It, he's just so confident in himself, and he's never going to give up, no matter how bad things are going. He finds his guys. Him and Cortland Sutton have had some crazy, crazy, crazy touchdown chemistry, connections. dude. Yeah. Um, 
and I mean, keeping it in the spirit of how I always do when it comes to yours and uh, Jesse's teams, give me Broncos minus one and a half. All day, And man. give me the under 37, Elon. Yeah, I fucking love the under I mean, the both these defenses man. are great. I, you're going to tell me dude. a backup quarterback's going to have a lot of success success against this team Absolutely uh, in the Denver not. Broncos defense where you're going to have a guy like Patrick Sertan probably shut down Amari Cooper or Elijah Moore, whichever he ends up on for most of those routes. Um but I do like David Njoku over four and a half catches. Uh, the Broncos have given up some catches to uh, tight ends here in the past this season. And David Njoku, if you saw last game, he was kind of that check down. He had a lot of drops. But if you take away a couple of those drops, he still had a good amount of catches. So you take away some of those drops as well. And I think his targets are way over that number, especially last week. So I think that's a guy where the backup quarterback, they kind of use him. Even against Seattle, they use him in some little screens and stuff like that. And he becomes one of those top receiving options on short passes. Yeah, in the last five games, he was targeted nine times, eight times, six times, nine times, and then 15 times last game. He had about five drops last game, still with seven catches. 15 targets. So, yeah, give me his over four and a half catches. That way, they can just be short little catches. I don't need them to get a lot of yards. I don't need them to do anything special. Um, Just catch the ball, short passes, go down, and complete the play. I like that a lot. Pookie Williams over 54 and a half yards. I know that didn't hit last game. It's kind of a strange game the way things went, but they were able to get it anyways. The line has come back down a little bit, so I like that. I always, I mean, you and I are just, and Jesse obviously are all massive fans of the way he runs the ball and what he does, so I'm definitely a big fan of his number. And then that's another one. You're in Denver. You got two great defenses over three and a half field goals, Eli, or if you want to take over one and a half for either one of the kickers, by Very themselves, cool. especially maybe the Browns with Hopkins because they like him. He is good, and with the backup quarterback, you're maybe wanting to just take points at times instead of put him in fourth down situations against a defense like Denver's. And the last one before I let you go, P. Ryan over 17 and a half rushing oh, yeah. or receiving yeah, yards. Yeah. Sorry, he's the guy. He's been late. smashing that, especially on focal points. You might be a point. He Big might have time. three, four receiving yards going with six minutes left in the game, and he's going to end with 40 because on those last drives, he's that check-down guy. He's there for pass protect, and, he's, and he just slinks out to the side, and they get him, and it seems like every play he's going for eight to eight to 20 yards on those receptions, so I really like that as well. And, yeah, this is a game where I like a lot of things, um, and, I, and I'll be playing it a lot of different ways. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to play it, and, like, the one that stands out to me the most is, like, 36 and a half or 37, whatever line you're getting wherever. That's way too many points in this football game. These are two high-fire defenses right now. Denver Broncos went from putting up 70 points against them against the Dolphins to turning into one of the best defenses in the NFL this season. It's remarkable what they've done. They're creating turnovers at such a high frequency. I promise you, a rookie quarterback rolling into the Mile High Stadium at this time of year with Denver on a four-game win streak, that's a, that's a proposition you don't want to be going against. And the Denver defense will know that, and they'll be high-fired too. So I think we're going to see an absolute dogfight field goals at a premium, like you said. One thing, if anyone's getting a fucking touchdown, I'm telling you, it's that boy Sutton. You just talked about that chemistry with Russell Wilson. It's a pretty high number on him to get a touchdown. I like like just like a, maybe a flyer play on it because he's the guy really getting in the house all year long yeah. for the Broncos now, right? Yeah, and no, that's even something I've been having good success with my betting lately. So that's even something that I might just play like a first touchdown score, one guy on each team, like an Elijah Moore, maybe or an Njoku on one side or a Ford or somebody and just kind of play and just have some fun with it right that's going to be a game that obviously 
everybody involved with this podcast will all be sitting down watching that one. So uh, I like putting more and having a little more fun with my bets on the games that I'm paying the most attention to. Um, yeah, that should be a great one. Both teams. Browns obviously in a playoff spot. Broncos needing a playoff spot. With the Browns needing wins too. Yeah, they do. Because the Ravens still are winning that division. So they're going to have to be a wild card team. And anytime you're even in a position to become a wild card team for the playoffs, every single win matters for your positioning on where you're going to have to go and play. So this is a huge one. Broncos seeing their opportunity with the Bills having a couple down games. Obviously good again last week. They've kind of written the ship. They got a big game this week. Um, the Bengals going down. They're seeing these teams and they're seeing their opportunity. And not only is this team just squeaking out wins, Eli, they're well coached and they're playing really disciplined, which was an issue uh, for for Broncos in the past. So um, this team's completely different than they were even from, like you said, from when they got let 70 up earlier this season. So I'm really excited to watch this. Next one, an in-division matchup. Rams at the Cardinals. Rams are minus 2.5. Cardinals are plus 2.5. Over-under is 45. They finally caught up to us, Eli. Vegas caught up. James Connors over-under is at 74.5 yeah, this, this week. Uh, we've been robbing Fuck them that. blind, picking those up. It's been one of my best <laughs> bets every week. They just jacked it up plays. like 20 yards this and week. And you know probably, what? Man. I'm still taking I it. I still like it. I'm still taking I it, do, Eli, man. because this guy is going to have an impact. And if they want to play well and have a chance to win, he's going to have to be involved. Him and also Kyron Williams, back off IR, activated. Look for him to have a big role to try to keep Matt Stafford's health going. Uh, I think Cooper Cup is out, or is he? he's at least been limited. So if he does play, expect him to have a slightly more limited role with his ankle injury. Um, I'm not touching Puka Nukua's props because fuck that guy. <laughs> Uh, he fucked us with that phantom call against the Seahawks. Fuck that guy. I was a big fan of him. Now I hate him. He can suck my dick. Um, oh, but I will be playing Kyron Williams over 59 and a half yards. That seems low, Eli. Really low. They're, they're not, obviously, they're taking into effect that he's coming back off an injury, but I think he's more than capable. Before he got hurt, he was putting up great, great numbers for them. And then I'll probably do a little touchdown parlay. James Conner and Kyron Williams each to score a touchdown. It's minus 110 each right now. I'm not sure what it is parlayed, but that's something I'll probably end up playing as well because I think both these teams, if they want to have success, will be able to run it through those guys. And I want to say Rams minus 2.5 because they looked good, but the Cardinals are healthy too. The Rams were kind of healthy, and now they're slightly getting less healthy again, which concerns me. But the Rams have something to play for. We just talked about yeah, this. Yeah, they do. They're, suddenly, if we win this game, I think they're back to 500. They're right there in the hunt for a playoff spot as well. Um and I'll tell you what, if if they make it to the playoffs, you don't want to go. You don't want to have Sean McVay, Aaron Donald, Cooper Matthew Cup, Stafford, and Matt Stafford rolling them. into your stadium with their experience that they've had, because um, they're always a team that is fun and and ready to ready to cause an upset. Yeah, man. Um, I actually oh. I like Kyron Williams like a lot here because we see so many times where a guy comes back from injury and like the odds makers and lines they kind of adjust. To like that, yeah. that that proposition of him might not having a full workload, but I promise you, if he's playing, he's having a full workload because he's healthy again, right? He's not getting activated at like 85, 90%. He's going to be playing full throttle, and he's like literally one of the best running backs of the league Absolutely. when healthy dropped, right uh, now this Darryl year. Henderson back down uh, to the practice squad. So, so that, that tells means you, you know right? that they're expecting him to have a full role again. And I know I completely forgot to even mention Trey McBride. I'll probably be on his props as well. He's been solid for them. Um, he's been very good, and he's proven himself to be 
uh, a good receiving option for Kyler Murray. And I think Kyler Murray will keep going to that option, especially if he's limited on time in the pocket at all. Um, look for him to have a big game. I know he just missed. It's over five and a half catches. I believe 53 yards or 57 yards or something. He just missed those last week with five for about 50. So um, those numbers might be off one or two, but in, in that area. So he's right there, though. Even when he's not hitting his props, he's right there. He has a few games where he's been way over. So I look for this to also be another game where he can have success. I didn't even have that written down, but as we were talking, that's that was that oh in my mind because no, he's sure, been super sure. solid. He's been for the them, guy. He's been the guy for sure. That that's a great he, point. He belongs in this league and he's going to do well. So and honestly, just thinking more about it for uh, Kyron Williams, like he he started only five games this year and he has seven touchdowns in those five games. So I really love the touchdown yeah. play on him too. I love that you brought that up. So I'm going to be definitely keying in on that with you for sure. Definitely. Next up, another massively important game, Eli. The Bills at the Eagles. Well, this one's more important for the Bills than the yeah, Eagles. The Eagles can afford to kind of drop a game. I know San Fran's going to be on their tail. Now Dallas is even going to be on their tail for to win the division. But the Eagles have been great. They've been winning their games. So it wouldn't be the end of the world if they lost to a team like the Bills. But the Bills, like we said, they got to have this. Um, they're fighting for they're fighting for playoff spot, right? I mean, Miami's all but solidified that division by now. Um, I know they had, we, they, in their game on Black Friday, they just had a couple tough injuries. Phillips going down with that Achilles on the same field as Rodgers. Gross. Really sad, You man. saw it happen. His he's half a, he, looked like jello after it was gross to he's watch. He's such a key to that defense, massive, too, right? Massive it's a key. huge Javon loss, Holland, I know he went down with a knee injury. I don't know. I don't think that one's as serious as long-term, but still, that's a guy who's a leader, a playmaker, and really good back there. Just as you got Ramsey and Xavier Howard, these old guys back, and you're finally at full strength, and you start losing stars for the season. It's super tough. But the Bills are plus three on the road. Uh, Eagles minus three at home, over under of 48 and a half. This, this game screams to me like I have to bet A.J. Brown. After one catch for eight yards last week, Eli, you know the Eagles when something isn't going their way or something somebody doesn't get involved. That Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts like to make a point of getting them involved and getting and and getting them their yards or whatever. Just getting them involved in the game planning and having chances for success. A.J. Brown's the godfather of Jalen Hurts' kids or vice versa. They're super, they're best yeah, friends. Yeah, they're tight, man, yeah. So I like him for over yards. I think this Bills defense with their injuries, there's a chance that you can get some yards, maybe a couple big plays. Um, Dalton Kincaid, over four and a half catches. He's hit it in his last five. This guy's a star. Dawson Knox is out. He's become the number one receiving option. He's been catching more balls than Stephon Diggs lately. Um, for Josh Allen, and so he he's he's been really really great. And then I like a, I don't hate a Josh Allen touchdown, rushing it in. He's been willing. He looks like he's at that point where he's frustrated and he's want to just he's gonna find any way to try to win a game. And oh yeah. At the end of the day, he's still a very very good quarterback. And last week had to have given some confidence to the team. And then I've been playing it often, and you've been hopping on it. Jalen Hurts touchdown. When they get near the re- the red zone or near the goal line with the touch push, it's just unstoppable. So I really like him as a, for a rushing touchdown every every game they play. It's automatic at this point. It really is. Um, yeah, and this is everything because this is uh, their last game before a bye week for the Bills. That is, yep. and then they're playing the it's Kansas City Chiefs them. and the Dallas Cowboys right yep. after the bye. This is literally their whole season in this next three game stretch for them. They're, they're the going to be sending of the AFC right now. I promise you, they are going to be putting their bodies on the line, giving everything they got. They know they got the week off after. They're going to give everything. I don't know if they're going to get the job done. I think this is going to be a great game. However. 
I really like both Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts to get in the house. I really do. I think there's multiple ways that could happen. One of the sneaky props that I really like at this point is that Shakira. Shakira, Shakira, hips don't lie. He's uh, 33 and a half yards. He's doing that in one catch sometimes yeah. this year. He's really if showing he's gonna up If he's going to hit it, it's going to be a big play. And like yeah. I'm telling you, Gabe Davis ain't that guy. He, he shies away from big moments like this in these types of games. I don't see Gabe Davis playing any role in this game no, whatsoever. Like, oh, which means probably hammer him for a yeah, touchdown. Yeah, so yeah, he'll get in the house. He'll get his yeah. one, one catch for a <laughs> yeah, touchdown, yeah, yeah. but fuck that guy. I one like Shakira to go over. Yards. I love yeah. I, I love um, Dalton Kincaid, man. I think this guy, like you said, he's a real star, man. He's a star in the making. He's going to be one of the best tight ends in this league for a long long time and he's he's becoming that guy for buffalo we haven't seen stefan diggs much like you just brought up with aj brown it's been a couple really quiet weeks for stefan diggs too so maybe look for him to fucking explode yeah and the Zeke's right? secondary is a team that can get gashed for some plays we even saw last week uh valdez scantling dropped that pass deep and stuff but and they had a couple drops but there was spots oh, to win brutal. and you know you know stefan diggs gets that chance he's not dropping that pass so uh, yeah, I actually like that a lot. Stefan Diggs, I like that play a lot. He I mean he's too good of a player to continuously not be involved, and I think that he's also a guy you got to keep happy just as you do. That's what I mean. Because he's got AJ he's Brown. got that ego too, kind of too. We've seen him in the past, kind of have a few episodes, and he's it's hard had... to lose when you're not getting your best playmaker the ball. 100%. I understand the frustration being like, give me the ball. 100%, if we're gonna lose, man. at least just let me try to win it, right? Instead of and that's two games guys, in a row so... too, right? So he's four catches for 27 yards against the Jets and three for 34 against Denver. I promise you, they're gonna make a point to get the ball to him in this game for Absolutely, sure. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. This should be a great game and. Uh, a test of just these teams. If the Eagles can come up with another win, it's just so impressive how they find ways to win even when they're not playing at their best. It so is. this will be another one we'll definitely be keeping our eyes on. The next one's Chiefs at the Raiders. The Chiefs are minus nine and a half on the road in Vegas. Don't be surprised if half that stadium is in red. The Chiefs <laughs> fans travel. Vegas is such a perfect Fuck destination Raiders, this time of the year. Over under 43 and a half. No Kadarius Tony. McCole Hardman moved to the IR, so they're even even the receivers that they do have aren't even able wow. to play. And I saw Max Crosby's dealing with some knee issues, and he at one point was questionable for and this Jared game. And Jared McKinnon's out too, so the Chiefs are really wow. dropping in numbers. The Chiefs right are now, really though. and but even with all that, if there's no Max Crosby, oh yeah, they're probably still covering that number. Oh, yeah, if, I think if so. Max Crosby's good, Crosby is good to go. I think I'll be playing the Raiders plus nine and a half. It's just a lot of points, and the Chiefs don't really blow a lot of teams out. Um, but on the flip side of that, Travis Kelsey had a bad game last game. Patrick Mahomes had his red zone. I know you guys talked about all these receivers keep letting them down, and absolutely, they have the worst probably receiving core in the league right now, and they've, they've, been, they've been no help to Patrick Mahomes at all. And he's been great because he doesn't call them out at all, but... Patrick Mahomes throwing that horrible red zone interception and Travis Kelsey's fumble. When you need to rely on your big stars to make plays and they're the ones turning the ball over and then the rest of your guys are already having issues that they've been having, you're just never going to win a game. So it seems like we've talked about this. It seems like the Chiefs this year, when they lose, they beat themselves. They don't really get beat in a sense. So it's tough. I'll probably be playing the... Yeah, the Raiders plus four, plus nine and a half. And I think under 43 here, Eli. I think 43 so. 43 and a half. The Chiefs haven't, their offense hasn't been the same Chiefs that it's been. The Raiders never put up a lot of numbers. Um, they're frisky. They can compete. We saw even with uh, when they just played the Dolphins. 
last week. Like they can compete, but they just I don't know if that Aiden O'Connell dude has the guts to put to, to close out a game, especially against these teams where the Chiefs defense. Their has defense been so is good. looking good, man. And so is the Raiders. The yeah, Raiders they held are, the dude. Miami to twenty points. They like are. they're so I think this is a big time underplay. That's my biggest play of the day. I would love a Max Crosby sack, but with him not. With him having knee issues, I'm probably just going to stay away from that because, I mean, if he's limited or, or misses it. And he's really the difference really in the game, too. Because, like man, you say, if he's out, ball, then I, yeah. I could really see the Chiefs exposing this defense, man. Yeah. But, like, when he's in there, he's, he's, the he's incredible, He's the man. heart and soul, so it really changes everything for the whole game. You know, I didn't see the line for this here, but something that stood out was Justin Watson keeps showing up for Kansas City. Like, yeah. he, he keeps getting more and more targets lately these days, and, like, he keeps turning in big catches. So like, And with all these guys that we're talking about, missing three guys. If he has a line at, like, 20 yards or something, like, maybe hit the over on yeah, that guy, you know, just a sneaky lim- little one on yeah, that. Yeah, totally. If they have limited options, somebody has to get the ball, and it can't be Kelsey every time, especially with a team with this, like, Robert Spillane. They got good linebackers, and... In Las Vegas, that that's a great play, Eli. Actually, I'll be keeping. I'm I'm writing that down. Yeah, like he just had keep eleven targets on, last I'm week. I'm going to keep you know, an eye like... out for that. If they're limited with guys they can throw to, um, Patrick Mahomes likes to play the hits, and he'll be throwing it to the guys he trusts the most, especially since they've been having their issues. Um, next game we're going to move. Is that all for that game? You got anything yeah, else? Yeah, no, that that's game? that's no. really all. There's so many guys too, missing. Yeah, it's it's kind of tough to tough pick to and choose other guys. One, yeah, it really is. For sure. Uh, next game, Ravens at the Chargers. Another important game. The, the Chargers want any, any, any chance this of making it. it anywhere because the Raiders are playing a lot better football. The Broncos have been playing great. The Chiefs are obviously the Chiefs. So right now the Chargers are sitting, I think, at last in their division, Yeah. Um, which is really tough for how much talent they have and how much you're paying your quarterback and you have Herbert. Brandon Staley, we've said this a million times, he has to go. The loyalty to him has made no sense whatsoever you're wasting years of justin herbert and guys like austin eckler who's not getting younger keenan allen who's not getting younger mike williams these guys they got derwin james on defense all these guys they're not getting younger right and so you seem like you feel like you're wasting some of these guys primes when they often have one of the better rosters in football um they're plus three at home ravens are minus three on the road over under a 48 points i said to you before the game or before we started recording, I still lean the Ravens, but the Ravens always have one or two games where they make you think you're like, are they are they that good? And they just seem to have lose weird games like they did with the Colts earlier this year. Sometimes they just mess around and don't 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 start fast enough, and then they're playing from behind. Um, but they've also really really shown the ability to just absolutely destroy teams. Yeah, they have. So they've shown it both ways. Mark Andrews is obviously a massive, massive loss. loss. So is Odell Beckham Jr. It's a massive loss. Zay Flowers is going to have to step up. Rashad Bateman, these guys. Look for Isaiah Likely to have a much bigger impact, too, coming in now and taking Mark Andrews' routes and stuff. Like, we obviously, we noticed that he was such a a safety safety valve for um, Lamar Jackson, right? He was able to give him the ball when he was on the move and all that kind of stuff like that. So he can replace those type things. Isaiah likely is a good player. He's not Mark Andrews, but they can still have some success. But for this one, Eli, I'm going back to the well. It's been working me all season. I'm taking Gus Edwards anytime touchdown. Yeah, um, I like that a lot. Huh? He's been awesome. He's one of the best goal line backs. He's been scoring at will. And then I also don't mind Lamar over rushing yards. I think he might just have to use his feet a little bit more with some of his weapons being banged up and them trying to win the game. He scares me, though, sometimes when he runs because obviously he's such a great run of the football, Eli. 
He doesn't know how to slide. No. Every time he looks like he's going to get hurt or someone looks else like is going to hurt. hurt it's so bad. So that concerns me. But obviously he knows what he's doing. And yeah, I, I, I still, I'll probably end up if I do pick a side on this. I, I like the Ravens, um, but I'll be playing Gus Edwards for a touchdown for sure. And then probably, you know, I, you know me, I'm so done with betting on the Chargers in any way. So. <laughs> If it's not the Ravens, it'll They're be nothing. so fucked, man. Honestly, Kier, you just said it. It's Gus Edwards. There's nothing else to it for me. He has nine touchdowns in his last five games. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous, yep. man. So I'm not going away from that. I'm going to be right on that with you. Yep, and... throw that in with something from another game. And like you said, I, I am game. not touching the Chargers if my fucking life depends on mm-hmm. it at this point. They are just absolutely And, and still, I know Ravens are obviously the first in the AFC. Right now, these are must-win games if you want to keep home they field are. advantage yeah. and stuff like that. So this is a big one. Um, we'll move on. To the next game, this is the Monday Nighter. I will say, even though we don't know what's going to happen in that last game, that'll be a fun Sunday Nighter to watch. Yeah, it will. Because yeah. either it'll yeah, be a beat down by the Ravens, or the Chargers are going to have some success, and we should be in for a show. Uh, Monday Nighter, Bears at Vikings. The big question, is Justin Jefferson going to play? Apparently, he's back up to top speeds and full sprints at practice and his roots and stuff. So, excuse me. So that's huge. Obviously, if they can get him back, you're, I'm going to bet him. Um, he's a guy who's done great for me in fantasy last year. Uh, he's a guy that's won a lot of bets for me, so I I have loyalty to him, and I'll just bet it because of how good he is. But I'll be playing um, TJ Hawkinson. I don't know. They, there wasn't a number out for his catches when I was taking a look, but Saw over that. 62 and a half yards, he's hit uh, four of his last five. So that's one that I definitely like. I like the Vikings minus three as well in this game, especially if Jefferson is back and they're fully healthy. I think that they're playing well. Both defenses are playing pretty good, though, so it does kind of scare me a little bit with the Bears. And I like Justin Fields over 52.5 rushing yards. For them to be successful, he needs to use his feet, and obviously we've seen in his short career so far that he's able to do that. So I like him for over 52.5 rushing yards. Yeah, man, you just said it. Um, and the Vikings, they just have so much to play for right now, too, so I lean towards them as well at yep. home. Like, it's it's a huge fucking game for them, especially coming off that heartbreaking loss against the Broncos last week, too. Um, we just saw, I think, Dante Foreman's out for this one. He's doubtful. Yeah, he's doubtful right? but, with an ankle as well, so those leg injuries you always... And we saw Khalil Herbert. He struggled, like, mightily. He got a ton of touches. I think he averaged, like, two yards a carry, so I, I really like... It's Johnson time. Yeah, and no, I like Fields a lot, too, though. Like, like you yeah. just said, like, I think they're gonna literally need him to run for yeah. any hope of staying in this game, and I didn't see any any lines on Jordan Addison or uh, yeah, any reception it seems like numbers because on it's Hawkinson, Monday, so, like... They won't release till tomorrow, just to see if Jefferson's going because I exactly. think if he plays it'll affect the other guys numbers a lot so I mean yeah I had Hawkinson over 62 and a half I don't know if his number would go down if Jefferson comes back you assume maybe it would a little bit because he's going to be the main target arguably the number one target in the league so um if his number goes down I'll definitely be playing it I'll look into his receptions total when that's posted and Addison as well I'll even look into that. Yeah, uh, and I was just and gonna, I may just take Dobbs for a rushing touchdown. I, I was, that I was guy's also been running the ball, Dobbs, and he's a gamer. He's, he's willing to too. take it himself, and he's playing every game like it's his last, which is so awesome to watch. Man, they've been so entertaining. Uh, and he, you know what? They did everything they had to do almost to win that game against the Broncos. Russ and the Broncos offense just put together this that game-winning wild, drive, man. and it was just. Sometimes the other team, like good D, better O, you know? That's they played well, it. and they, the other team just played slightly better. So the Vikings are looking to bounce back 
Um, and they're what five and one in their last six. Yeah, they lost that one game, but to a team that's better than these Bears, so it should be an interesting one. Yeah, and also like yeah, depending on Jefferson, obviously, I just like a lot of these receiving props for these star uh, Vikings because the 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 Bears have one of the worst rated pass defense in the NFL this year too. So like. If we get an Addison number at like fifty four, like we've been seeing in the past, I will be. And we've all seen over how that, many dude. times this year that he's hit that yeah. almost in a play. He's had yeah. forty yard, fifty yard, sixty yard touchdown stuff like that. I'm kind of and hoping Jefferson's not... not playing just because of that. I know what you alone, mean. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, but if he does, his numbers probably can even go lower 100%. because he's not going to be the number one target, and he's going to get less double coverage and stuff. Great too, point. Great point. Which is which would be huge and. It's not only that you bet these guys because we believe in these receivers, which we do. Eli and I, before the draft, were huge on Addison. We've always been huge on Justin Jefferson. And TJ Hawkinson's been very good. But it's also a trust in Kirk Cousins earlier this season and last oh, yeah. season. And it's now a trust in Joshua Dobbs that he's going to push the ball and try. And they're, they are a team that isn't going to try to not. like They always sling it and they go for it. And these let the playmakers make plays. So it's not only that these guys are talented, it's that their offense fits the style of going over and for it all starts with yards, kevin so o'connell too he's yeah. got that mentality man he doesn't coach to lose him he coaches 100 big time they love he has total him, control of that entire locker room and team so uh they're yeah like you said they're still trying to make a push to potentially catch the lions i know the lions but they just dropped a loss right so huge loss to the and packers, the packers man. you know what dude the packers might yo jordan loves looking good these days man i'll tell you that dude last couple weeks man don't crucify me for this take but come back to me in the season if it hits the packers might win out now they do play the chiefs so you don't know but if they're slinging the ball and they get into a shootout with the chiefs right now they might be the better option I'll tell you what. Jordan Love's looking great, and the rest of their games are very winnable. They might fucking win out, Eli. That's not a bad. I mean, I'm looking at their schedule rate when you said that, Kieran. And like you said, it's the Chiefs coming up, but then it's the Giants. They could definitely win that. The Bucks have been torched multiple times. The Panthers are pretty much a cakewalk, and then it's going to be the Vikings and Bears to finish. So, I mean, like that's that's a great take, man, and that's a high possibility. I would not be surprised at this point. Matt LaFleur is a phenomenal coach, too, and now they're rolling, man. And yeah, and these, they did it without Aaron Jones, too. Everyone right? was so. so fast to write off these young receivers and stuff last year because they were dropping balls and weren't getting open stuff. And these guys are only getting better. Christian Watson, this, the I can't remember his first name, but Reed. Is it Jaden Reed? I think, I think it's so, Reed. something like that. I got to double I, 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 I want to respect right. on him. You 100%. Know I mean? like please, he's, he's please pull it up because he's been phenomenal. Jaden Reed, yeah, yeah, it is. You were right. He's scoring a touchdown. To be honest, that's what I thought it was. I did not want to put <laughs> no, it. No, you can't. I was like, Jaden Jaren, but he's, he plays He's showing Jaren up too Reed, big to get yeah. that wrong these days. Uh, yeah, so he's been awesome for them. And, like, these weapons are starting to catch fire. AJ Dillon had a big game last week, especially receiving. He's a bowling ball. Really Aaron is. Jones is out, but if he comes back, he's not out for the season. So if he comes back later in the season healthy and you get that veteran back, yeah, I don't know. They're they're a team that could be could be scary down the stretch, Eli. Yeah, no, that's a great call. And yeah, the one thing about Jaden Reed is they're kind of using him in like a Debo Samuel type yep. of role where he's, he's so getting fast. involved in those end around runs he's and kind of lining Debo up. Debo and Tyreek so. a little bit. Like he's so fast. Yeah, there was a, a ball player, that Jordan Love threw toward the sideline. And I was watching with Thomas, and we were sitting there watching, and we were like, oh, it's over. And he got his hand on it, one of his hands. And I was like, there's no way he should have been able to get his hand on that. His speed's pretty incredible. So. Yeah, that's a team who's getting, they're young, they're feisty, and they're getting better. Keep an eye on them, man, because you might not have to even be 500 to get that last playoff spot this year. It's going to come right down to, like, right around that 500 level. It could be one game above, mm-hmm. right on it. Like, 
and they're not that far back right now. So yep. yeah, good call on that one, man. That's all of them. Pretty much wraps it up. Yeah, Absolutely. I love it. Yeah, I think we got a good slate on our hands this week. It's that time of year. Things are cooking. Things are heating up, and everything's getting more tense and uh, bigger implications. So love covering Best this bet time of the of week, Jaden Warren over yards. Yep, I'll be all over that. Let's ride, baby. Peace.